Welcome to a brand new episode of Peace, Love, Avocado, Truth to Hatred. Over time, as you grow, do we ever, do you ever sit and think about the, the relationship you have with your parent now that is probably way different from the relationship you had with your parents all times when you were a teenager? I sat down recently as I was talking to a very special person of mine and we were just you know sharing ideas on what i think i should write about on the pod- on the blog i'm gonna talk about on the podcast and i thought about it and i was like you know the dynamic relationship between my parents and i has significantly changed over the years and the things that i get to see from my own point of view as someone who is undergoing a healing process from the certain trauma that has been impacted on me I come from a single parent home, it's a no-brainer, and truthfully there are times where the child and the parent just clash, where the thoughts and speech and actions are just not aligned with what the person is undergoing. Um, At a certain point in my life, when I finished high school at 16, I got after finishing getting the results which I thought I had failed, but with hindsight I think I was okay. I was absolutely okay. Um, is that there is a certain change that happened that not only affected the whole family but affected the relationship I had with my mom. And with that it just became a depressive state where we couldn't sit in the same room together. If I was in the sitting room and she came in, I would go to a different room. If she came into that room, I would leave. Because I think the, our emotional and mental capacities at that point were just it was too intense for us to actually sit down and have an interaction together without shouting and words said without thought that effectively harmed my mental state and emotional state as well that I didn't know how to really interact with her because now as an adult I don't communicate how I feel rather I shut down because I want to process what has happened in my own way and rather than speak on it I just choose it seems like the silent treatment but for me it's how I'm working it my my emotions and it's not received positively by any person be it a friend be it um, someone I'm dating or my child it's just that that's my coping mechanism and it's something I'm unlearning because I learned it as a teenager and there's so many instances where my mom would come from having a really tough day and probably she received some news and all that negative energy would come and be spewed out to me and my reaction was keep quiet, think about it, be depressed, and start going a downward spiral because I'm feeling a certain way. And it led to a lot of negative emotions and a lot of, I don't want to be here. Not necessarily in the house, but necessarily alive. I had a lot of suicidal thoughts as a teenager. I, my mental state was at times I'm at a good point, at times I'm at a really, really low point. And I think that's why I got really interested in psychology. 
because I want you to understand like why am I feeling this way? Why is this? And it even brings back a memory that um there's a big moment I was a dependent child and things happened and I had to go to like nursing school for a bit because it seemed like I had a lot of free time and with the free time I was not doing good things because the plan said an idle mind is the best exception that basically just what I bad things, negative things, things that are not really good for my spirit man, that's what I was doing. So to utilize my time I was taken to a nursing school. And I remember us having classes, um physiotherapy, um basic nursing, maternity ward and mental like the um what's it called the psyche ward. And I remember being given the pamphlet or the booklet of the course and getting to um, the mental illness place and they were where they were talking about depression and um, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, all of that. And I remember there was one girl in the class that we all thought she was depressed. She was happy, but we all thought she was depressed. And we thought that because the set tone of the book says certain things are characteristic for someone having depression we thought it was wise to tell our lecturer at that point that there's one girl in the class who's really undergoing depression and we're trying to help because she must be masking something with all that happiness not knowing that as I was the one who was depressed but not really sitting and internalizing the characteristics and realizing that oh you are depressed and then obviously she went on with her life we both went on with our lives and I remember going into the mental world and I fell in love with the people there not because of their state but because of their vulnerability their comfort their openness to just be open with what is really bugging them to the point where they feel like they're going crazy or they feel like at times they're really good and at times they're just they just don't know how to get out of bed so picture that for like eight years and then having a child that there are significant steps in it that I there sometimes I would just be outright and burst with emotion and just be like I don't want to live with you I honestly don't want to live with you because if we do live with if we do stay in the same house one of us is gonna die and it's not gonna be you it's gonna be me and I don't think I'm ready for that kind of implications it will have on my brother and that was before I got pregnant then I got pregnant and I got a reason to live and seeing how having my child has changed the dynamic of how I view the past relationship we had and seeing that there are certain traumas that she was under she was processing and she didn't know how to deal with it because therapy isn't such a big what isn't it's being normalized now but it wasn't a big thing 10 years ago if you're seeing a therapist you're probably losing your mind you're probably going for goloko you know and seeing how how she was raised because she lost her parents at a young age 
Joseph by stepmothers and the stepmothers were not really the best of people and you see how it has affected not just my mom but my aunties as well my uncles as well and you see how they're raising myself and my cousin and how certain speech has become normal certain actions have become normal certain thoughts certain thought processes have become normal and it just breaks my heart because i know that the person that she is right now if she was that person 10 years ago the relationship would have been so much better but again i don't really mind that she's taken this path that right now we're both open enough to say and open and transparent enough to say this conversation is not going to go anywhere so let's both go down then we can have a discussion or if i'm not feeling it i'll just be like i need to be excused i need to just sit down and be and that's okay because i want my child to also have the same um same what's the word same um reception to her emotions and being able to verbalize them enough when she's angry at me or she's disappointed or she's hurt or she's just happy to be able to verbalize her emotions and tell me that i need space from you i'm angry do not raise your voice at me because if you're raised with someone who's raising their voice you tend to see that raising your voice doesn't necessarily make the argument better it just makes you say the same words that you will say in a lower tone at a higher octave when you can just talk to me in a normal tone and tell me i'm not happy with what you did and give the same emotion that you would without shouting african time because in the midst of it it's always trying to find the bible verse that can is able to express how parents should not exacerbate their children to a certain point where the children leave the way because it does say that we as parents we should lead our children in the way of the Lord that when they're older they don't depart from it there are certain values and and character characteristics that my mom has instilled in me that she's she did on her own that now I'm doing because I've seen it and I've seen how it impacts people so seeing that and seeing how the dynamic of the relationship has changed and seeing how we are both navigating our 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 life with Christ and in Christ but not of the world it's hectic because you have to have patience with someone you have to have forgiveness you have to ex- excuse love because love knows no bounds love is the thing that holds most families and institutions and the institutions basically like a generation together is that love is something that we all need to excuse so if you've been raised by a single parent and maybe you cut them off for your own mental goal i support you but in that i know that you love your parents no matter what no matter the discussion you had or no matter the fallout you had the love we have for our parents and the love our parents have for us is something that is emulated by God every day because we fall off the path despite us wanting to walk that right path we fall off we go back to bad habits we relapse into our old traumas and habits and it gets hard 
but even if we steer way off from God, He pursues us to the point where we know that I'm going a different way, but you're with me. And I know that when I decide to come back, you're still going to be here. And that's the beautiful thing about God's love, is that it transcends not just through Christ, through the Holy Spirit, but it also transcends into the relationships we have. Despite some being toxic, despite some being detrimental to our health, despite some being so good to be true, is that God's love is always with you throughout circumstances that you will not even imagine. So this is me just giving hope to anyone who's undergoing a situation that feels too toxic and they don't know how to leave or they don't know how to go through the motions is that I've been there where you don't know where to go, you don't know how to handle the situation. Trust God. It's hard, but trust God. Eventually things will pass up. It might not take a month, it might not take a year. It may take a few, it may take days. But it's a process. You and your parents or you and your significant other are healing and are seeing things that were probably done as a child and seeing how it's affected them and processing that emotion and you don't know how to do it so you probably lash out and it's not in a good way it's more in a, in a negative way that is borderline toxic we are all healing we are all learning and at times we relapse we relapse and that's okay because at the end of the day we still pick ourselves up and heal ourselves Till next time, peace, love.